Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pagel. The chairwoman of the Senate Ag Committee says despite political tension, she is confident a farm bill will be passed this year and there will be enough funding to support farm and nutrition titles. Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. She says she will work with her Republican counterparts to pass a farm bill. I'm confident we can get a farm bill done, even though it's a difficult political environment. Uh, I work very closely with my ranking member, Senator Bozeman. I'm looking forward to working in the House. Always complicated, always tough. I'm sure we'll get it done. Uh, There's never been, as I have been uh, doing farm bills, additional money put in the baseline. What we always do is we have a a certain amount of money that uh, continues every five years. And then outside the farm bill, we look for other ways to supplement it to be able to help us meet our needs. Stabenow says she has never worked on a farm bill that has raised the baseline to fund programs and that money allocated outside of the farm bill through the Inflation Reduction Act and the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program has made the farm bill less vulnerable to cuts. Without the conservation dollars in order to meet the needs that farmers are asking us to meet on conservation, we'd have to cut something else. We don't have to do that now. So this is um, really, really positive news. So we're always operating within a budget. We do that in agriculture. I want to know what works, what doesn't work, where the priorities are. That's part of our process. Uh, But the reality is that we are given a baseline amount every five years. And within the context of the farm bill, that's what we have to operate with. Stapenow reiterated that while she is open to making improvements in the nutrition title, she will not be considering any cuts to it. People in our country, mostly families with children and seniors and people with disabilities, get help, most of it temporary for a few years. But it's about $6.10 a day to purchase food. That's $6.10 a day for an individual. We look at food inflation, we look at all the other pressures on families. That certainly is not a luxury. And so uh, we're not going to do that, but certainly always open to uh, doing things better. Rob Lurie with the National Farmers Union and Tara Smith with the Tory Advisory Group were also on this week's show to discuss farm bill challenges and priorities. LaRue says he believes the conservation title will be one to watch, especially with the funds that were allocated in the Inflation Reduction Act. There certainly is debate about whether the money that was recently put into those programs through the uh, IRA uh, last year, uh, how that will affect farm bill spending for conservation. Uh, But I will say on that, it's still uh, really murky and unclear. We had four different answers from the four different offices that we spoke to this week. Smith says as House Republicans look to make cuts in the federal budget, crop insurance advocates will have to be ready. I think we're going to have to be prepared to defend the program, to protect and preserve the program. Um, And I don't think it really matters what the the rules committee looks like, what cut-go versus pay-go rules we have. Um, you know, Republican, Democrat, we're always going to have to face those amendments and be prepared to defend the program. And the good news is, is that we have a lot of breadth and depth of support for crop insurance. You can watch this week's show on agripulse.com.
In other news, a recent Government Accountability Office report says during the Trump administration, USDA did not consult widely with employees, Congress, and other key stakeholders when it moved the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture to Kansas City, Missouri in 2019. GAO says even though the agency's employment levels largely recovered two years after the move, staff is now mostly composed of employees with less experience at ERS and NIFA than the previous workforce. Steve Davies takes a deeper look at the report in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.